Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion Knives. Live from the campus of Top Radio, under the direction of Guido, Scoot, and Johnson, it's the pride of podcasting. It's Got Your Ears On. Alright everybody, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Got Your Ears On. Guido here along with Scoot. Hey! And Johnson. Kansas week. It's Kansas week. Yeah, so West Virginia, Kansas comes up on Saturday. Uh, uh, 15,000 fans are going to be in the stands in Morgantown. 15 whole thousand. Uh, You know, so that should be... That should be fun, I think, for people. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the people that get to go. Does I mean, it make a difference, though? Like, is this going to make a difference for the players? You think? Uh, my, I mean, my gut reaction is, yeah. I mean, I think they'll appreciate having any real fans in the stand. I think they appreciate the, you know, 900 people that were there, right, in the first game. I, I think, I think they're going to draw on on any anything that's that's there like that for energy i i think so you don't think so i'm really excited to hear the fans yelling at the refs when the low (laughs) when the low volume happens in the piped in crowd noise right it'll that'll be good to hear um and other news that came out about this week's game which is west virginia currently is in the early early in the early parts of vegas has west virginia picked to win by 23 wow 23 point now favorites. i would think there's parts of those folks listening to the show that would probably have a reaction that would think maybe we're hard pressed to score 23 points in the first place much less win by 23 points but right i, I think guido i'm just going to jump right in on that i think given that it is Kansas, given that they have struggled with some other teams. I think they only put seven on Baylor. And if I remember, that was kind of a late score. I feel like that, like our defense could definitely pitch a shutout this week if they play like they've been playing. And I'm going to hope that, um, you know, Letty Brown, Sinkfield, that running game comes to play. So even if we still have some kind of start and stop can't get out of neutral with the passing game we can still put some points on the board so i a 23 point margin i don't i don't feel like that's in the in the cards but i think we could put some points up how is it that kansas is so perpetually bad like it it takes like it's almost like a concerted effort to be as bad as they often are. <laughs> well and you know right. if you if you take a look and you go back through um kansas football seasons there they had you know intermittent success and then under uh mark mangino they actually had a period of pretty sustained success for his i think five six seasons there he went five and seven in, in his last season they booted him and they ha- it has been like the the curse of mangino ever since i mean they've been they've been horrible i i'm sure if you spoke to kansas fans they'd probably say man the getting rid of mangino was just one of the worst things we could well, have done like even some of the the bad of the bad teams can throw together a nine and three season right. or an eight and four season. Right, right. You know, I, I think of um, like like Kentucky or a Duke in the SEC. Occasionally, they'll have a a pretty good season. They kind of catch somebody off guard, and you're like, whoa, okay. But Kansas catches nobody off guard. 
Well, they <laughs> they don't, and that's the thing. And I don't think that I mean, looking at their schedule, I don't think they have a chance to win a game this yeah, year. Like I, I don't either. They're going to be zero and ten. Yeah, and this is, and I think what makes it even crazier is their coach. Like they spent a lot of money and got less miles to come to Kansas, and I don't see it. Paying and like, off it's crazy. Yet. Not that Charlie Weiss was some sort of like uh, head coaching, college head coaching guru, but I mean, the guy can coach. He's clearly proven that he could coach. For some reason, Kansas is like uh, the Death Valley for coaches. Coaching wins, I guess I should say, not just coaching. It's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely true. So, but again, um, under so scute, just really quick, under Mark Mangino, he was there from '02 to 2009. Now, everyone remembers that 2007 season we certainly do so it was like the craziest season ever in college football but picture kansas that year they were 12 and 1 whoa they were 7 and 1 in their part of the big 12 conference they were in the north part of the, you know that's when the big 12 was in like, like a that, north and that south configuration yeah that's crazy to think about now but mangino so 2002 2009 just real quick 2 and 10 then 6 and 7 Four and seven, then seven and five, six yeah. and six, the twelve and one season, eight and five. He goes five and seven. They're like, we're too good for that. We're not going to stand for that. They booed him, and he's. I mean, they haven't won five games since. In fact, twenty fifteen zero and twelve, twenty seventeen one and eleven, and like Guido said, this year they probably pitch another over. So that that twenty fifteen Kansas team, by the way. That 2015 Kansas team might be the worst team to ever play Division One <laughs> college football. Like that was a horrific team. Yeah, very bad. Can you also confirm, Johnson, that uh, Mark Mangino's last season was the year they switched over to the Chrome face masks? Well, you know could, what, Scoot? That is that could be the case. That that might be part of it. I mean, they went from what eight and four to Chrome face masks. So you got too big for their britches. <laughs> And bam, five and seven. So you're saying compounding a bad decision with more bad decisions. And I think there is, I mean, has there been a national champion that's worn a a chrome face mask? (laughs) I I would uh, say probably not. Well, we know Alabama doesn't. Exactly right. Clemson doesn't wear them. Uh, So anyways, speaking speaking quickly of Les Miles, Les Miles tested positive for COVID. Yes. So he's got that going for him. And there's kind of a lukewarm discussion around that, right? Kind of a what type of discussion? Yeah. So, and I guess um, what I what I kind of read about it, uh, Jeff Long, the AD at Kansas, kind of came out and said that he's going to remotely coach because they were um, on a bye week this week as well. And he was going <laughs> to remote- you say he's going to remotely coach. It like, sounds like he he might like, coach and he might not coach. No, well, no, he's not that kind of remotely remote. coach. <laughs> he's going to remotely coach. They're, they're remote, that bad. Like, <laughs> I, are they going to like project him on Zoom, like yeah. on the jumbotron? He's going to be like the Eye of Sauron, uh, just up on a jumbotron, looking then, looking down on all his Jayhawks. Th- no, what they're going to get? They're going to get one of those. Um, they're gonna get one of those down markers, but put a monitor on the top instead of the the, the number of the downs, and they'll just stand <laughs> it on the sideline. And then the guy, almost like a like a state road worker, he's gonna flip it almost like a start and slow. Got like an iPad strapped to it. Yeah, start and uh, stop and slow. He's gonna twist it and face it to the guy that 
Les Miles needs to talk to. I picture Les like forgetting to mute his Zoom mic and cussing about how terrible these guys are, and then being like, "Oh wait, my my oh, mic wasn't." Yeah, I didn't mean to say. Some that. might say that he's been remotely coaching all season long as well. So, he's... well, Guido. Speaking of COVID, though, so I was not aware until you brought it to my attention that Baylor got into a bit of covid sitch uh when they returned to waco i did not realize yeah it's that. crazy baylor has announced that they've been forced to postpone their game this weekend against oklahoma state due to significant increases in covid tests they have 32 active coronavirus cases right now kind of scary kind of crazy what baylor is dealing with after just getting home two days uh three four days whatever it is after visiting west virginia yeah i just i didn't know i mean it's so this is just you you know, I was just wondering, was there any pointing of fingers back to Morgantown? I, I didn't hear any of that, so I, I don't think so. No, not really. The Baylor AD, Mac Rhodes, went on Sikkim 365, a Baylor podcast, and basically said that what probably happened was that they had somebody who was positive that had a false negative uh, the day before they went to Morgantown. And then with the small facilities for the guests, get a locker room at Morgantown at Milan Pushkar and the hotel or whatever, that's probably how it got transmitted through the team. Okay. But it's just it's just interesting, again, how much this is. I mean, and we're seeing it. If you're watching NFL football, you're seeing it there as well, like how much it's really starting to roll in and, and play. And it'll be, you know, I, I think we said this early on, and, and we haven't had to face it yet uh, and much, you know, in the month of September now through half of October, which is every Friday we all should be sitting on pins and needles. Like, is there really going to be a game tomorrow? Like, what's, what's going to happen? They have those friday tests and that kind of determines what happens the next day and one positive two positives can make that all kind of shut down i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say that i think for whatever reason it's kind of crazy to sound it sounds crazy i feel like colleges have done a better job or will do a better job of containing or controlling positive cases in comparison to like the nfl I think. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a little easier for colleges in a lot of ways um, because you're not you 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 don't have adults that are going out and choosing. I mean, you have kids going out and choosing to do parties and stuff. But I think for some reason you, you're containing it more on a campus and a you bubble can, like well, area. and you can control the kids a little bit better, right? If if you're a grown adult who's getting paid millions to play a sport, in theory. You know, it's your livelihood, so you should be more cautious. But at the same time, you're going to have those guys that are going to say, "You're not, coach. You're not telling me what I can and can't do. I'm a grown man. I'll do what I want." Whereas the college guy, guess what? If you don't do what we tell you to do, you're out of scholarship, and we'll we'll move on. I think kids are a little bit more motivated to kind of toe the line in right. that sense. No, de de I definitely agree. So it'll be interesting. And now you have coaches and programs and. I mean, Les Miles is allegedly still coming to Morgantown to coach the team on Saturday. Uh, I haven't heard any different than that, and that's what the AD kind of said. He said, as uh, as long as Coach Miles doesn't develop any symptoms or have a fever, we anticipate he will be able to coach at West Virginia for the game on October 17th. I so. just don't want him coming out to shake hands with Coach Brown and, like, huffing on him or anything, you know? Like, just <laughs> stay great. away. Wear your mask and keep a distance. I don't want him anywhere near Coach Brown. So before we move on, let's talk a little bit about this Kansas game. Give our predictions. So right now, WVU is a 23-point favorite. Uh, Johnson, we'll let you go first this week. What what do you see uh, for this game for West Virginia? Well, I I would love to say it would be an offensive explosion. I, I'm trying to pull up really quick just the, the Baylor score kind of as a reference. 
against them. Baylor beat them 47 to 14. Okay, so based on the Baylor score of 47 to 14, I think I think we give up 14 points or less. I don't think we put 47 on the board, uh Guido. I my spidey senses are feeling like 31 to 10 is kind of like where where I where I fall with it. I think we have some uh, luck running the ball. I think Letty has a big day. I think Sinkfield has a big day. I'd like to, um, I think the wild card for me is can, you know, can we have something nice happen like Ford Wheaton and, uh, uh, and Daggy get on the same page. That would be awesome. But I, I think a big win, I, I'm not going to say they cover the 23 though. Scoot, what about you? Well, <clears throat> I do think they cover the 23, take it to the bank, post market 28 to four, 28 to four. 28 to 4 <laughs> so they tag us for two they get, safeties they get two safeties on two safeties <laughs> they've got no offense two safeties 28 to 4 let's go mountaineers i feel like i feel like i'm mad if we're i don't we even know what to think of that I don't, I don't even know what to, we cover the I'm, spread by one um so here's here's my problem with it um and my problem is this that I'm not sure WVU can put up more than 28 points on a Big 12 team, period. I just don't see – I mean, the offense has got to start – the offense has to play like they played in overtime the whole game, and I'm not sure I, I see that happening. I think with this defense, we don't need to put up a lot of points, and it's a good thing because – Well, and that's kind of where I am too. I don't see I don't see Kansas putting more than seven points on us. So I'm going to go, we don't cover 23, but we do win 28 to 7. Okay. That's my that's I like that I'm score. Thinking. So you and I are kind of in the same neighborhood then. I'm there too. <laughs> yeah. Sco- Scoot's there too, except his in numbers. His, his points are ridiculous. Yes, in an odd 28 way. to 4. And guys, let's talk a little bit about the AP poll, which came out uh, over the weekend. And here are the three big 12 teams that are ranked in the AP poll. One team we've already lost to Oklahoma state came out ranked seventh in the AP poll. Iowa state remains in the AP poll ranked 20th and K state remains or joins the AP poll ranked 22nd. Those are three teams that we normally don't say are in the AP poll from the big 12. Yeah. Well, definitely not K state. I think that's interesting. Uh, who's missing from that list? Uh, Texas. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas, who was number nine, right? Number eight, number nine. It's it's crazy. Do you feel there's any sort of weird mojo going on where schools with the uh, suffix state are the only ones that can be (laughs) ranked? Saying there's a maybe there's a conspiracy theme. Yeah, like what's going on here? Is there some sort of like are the governors getting together and saying, listen, our state schools. But this this almost feels like when um, you know how Scoot will sometimes look at a parlay of teams and he'll say, like, I don't like them. They wear purple. These guys have chrome face masks and I'm going to go with these guys. That's kind of what this feels like to me. Like someone looked at they were trying to put their poll together and they were like. Well, I need someone from the Big 12 who's – oh, I think Oklahoma State's pretty good. Just slot them <laughs> right. in there. And uh, then Kansas State's winning. Didn't Ooh. Iowa State beat Oklahoma? Isn't Oklahoma usually pretty good? Oh, well, go ahead and throw them in at 20. And uh, then Kansas State, they're usually solid, right? Just go ahead and go ahead and put them in there. I feel like that's, I feel like that's what's going on here. But I think uh, my favorite thing to come out of this, Johnson, is Brett McMurphy – 
probably put out one of my favorite tweets in yeah. a long time over yep. the, over this. He posted his his uh, ballot for this week's AP poll, and guess who's on it? Yeah, us. Us. We're on it. Who knew? He's got us. He's got us in the top twenty. He slotted us at nineteen. But so his he said, "I'm only ranking teams that have played." So it's his essentially top twenty five teams that have played poll. <laughs> It's, well, it's I think we're at crazy. that point, though, it's, right? Aren't we at that point, though, where isn't it foolish to rank teams that haven't played or aren't playing? No, yeah. I mean, I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek, but he has a point. Right, but I, I, mean, th- what, I mean, I think that know, we would, for whatever reason, the AP doesn't do that. They're still ranking teams that haven't played. or It's just goofy to, at this point now. Well, yeah, so he, he didn't put on any Big Ten teams. Right. So, you yeah. know, and if your, you look at the AP point. poll, yeah. you've got Ohio State's ranked sixth. Uh, with zero zero record, Penn State's ninth, uh, Oregon is twelfth in the Pac twelve. They, you know, so he's Wisconsin's in there, Michigan. So you have these teams that haven't played a game that are that are getting votes every week. But and I understand that, that those teams are probably pretty good. But yes, they should have to have played. Right. I mean, we're what five games in now? Come on. But Scoot so. in McMurphy's poll, he has Oklahoma State six, Kansas State nine, Iowa State ten. Um, he has WVU at 19. Um, he even has Liberty at 24. I'm telling just, you right now, here's a here's a little secret. A little birdie is going to tell you that Oklahoma State national champions. Really? Okay. You're throwing what? that out there. That's a, that's a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. Can we hold you to that's that? Even, I feel like that's bolder than 28 to 4. Yeah, that is bolder I... than twenty-eight to four. I feel like there's a better chance of twenty-eight yes. to four happening than Oklahoma I State being national champs. I would go on a this limb. Is, I'll make that bet, Scoot. This I'll is bet the you year five of bucks. the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it is the year of the mullet. So, uh, well, and, at, uh, and it's not to say like I, I think Iowa State's a solid team. You know, I, I don't want to get us give the wrong impression here. I think they're. A super solid team of the Big 12 teams. I also agree they should be ranked the highest. I just don't, you know, they don't. I don't put them as a top well, ten, top five team. And I think this is the problem with the Big 12 specifically and college football in general. I think it's impossible this season to rank these teams. Yeah, like it's, it's all over it's the place. Super difficult. Like Bama had. I mean. Bama had a hard time with uh, Ole Miss this weekend. Like that, I mean, there football is so weird. I mean, first of all, Johnson, like you said earlier, you were texting us over the over the weekend. I, I think the Big Twelve, you know, is not the only ones that have forgotten how to play defense. Like, I don't think defense exists in football anymore. What, what's going on? Yeah, I'm so tired of that conversation. You couldn't help but watch Saturday's scores. I, I had tweeted out like we had uh, Texas A and M beat Florida 41-38. LSU lost to Missouri 41-45. I had just finished kind of watching part of the North Carolina-Virginia Tech game 56-45. And then I think even later that night, Alabama, who we always kind of hang up there as, you know, not only the SEC, but Alabama specifically on defense, they beat Ole Miss 63-48. to So it's like you can't, you, you can't just look at the Big 12 and say, hey, no one's playing defense. Do you think that this – because this is – and this is also happening in the NFL. You're seeing these teams in the NFL scoring, you know, 30, 40 points a game where that's kind of un-NFL-y, you know. Usually defense is a little better. Yeah, is that's this, true. Is, <laughs> is this like – 
lack of preseason preparation? Is it what is it? Like what's causing this, you think? I think that's the only thing that makes any sense. Um cuz I agree, you're also seeing really high NFL scores. I I just think it's kind of a disruption to that normal prep that you have and I think, you know, maybe it's also some people not being as focused on things that they would normally be focused on. I don't know. It's odd. And I would I actually thought I saw a really good uh tweet from um, Jake Lance, he tweets at nights there. He was putting up some uh, defensive numbers for WVU. It, it, I would argue WVU is the only team playing any defense yeah. in the Big 12. They're number one in total defense, number one in passing defense. Um, their touchdown percentage in the red zone is number one. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I love our defense right now. I think it's playing really strong. I think the rest of the Big 12 looks like, looks like a mess anyway right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, here's Scoot. This one's for you. Uh, way too early or still a little too early bowl predictions. So here are some of the bowl predictions that have come out for West Virginia this week, if they even have bowl games this year, which I'm, we're still questioning. But you'll be excited about some of these bowls, Scoot, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, versus SMU at the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, I don't see it happening. That one is a little dry. We need yeah. something a little bit more with some more pizzazz. Two two picks, two different picks okay. for this one uh, versus Kentucky or versus Ole Miss uh, playing in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I like that. I live near an AutoZone, so I can yes. I can uh, get behind that. You, <laughs> I would enjoy playing Kentucky or Ole Miss. Yeah, but in Memphis, in the Liberty That's, Bowl? I like Mem- Memphis. is great. Uh, great city. That's like wah, wah to me. Uh, I'm all in on the Memphis. Let's go to Memphis. Good barbecue. All right. And then here you go, Scoot. Uh, we've also got uh, Indiana in the Cactus Bowl. Oh, that is – nobody wants to play Indiana. Well, and, like, why would you send us to Arizona? Yeah. I hate when they do this. Why when would... they send us <laughs> to Arizona and we play a game that kicks off at 1130 <laughs> at night. Like, come on. Um, and then finally, which uh, – the bowl that we're all kind of hoping for, which is Georgia Tech in the Cheez-It Bowl. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Let's do that. Cheez-It Bowl. I like that. I like the it. Cheez-It Bowl. I think the Cheez-It Bowl is just great. Like, how, how many – you're going to eat – you're going to put yeah. Cheez-Its in a bowl for the Cheez-It Come Bowl. Come on. I mean – You're definitely going to do that. Duo scoot. I Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to the Cheez-It Bowl, and it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some grooves. You get the grooves in there. <laughs> Come um, on. So, anyways, still too early. I don't, I'm anxious to see if they even play bowl games this year, but there's uh, this week. I'm going to take the AutoZone. The AutoZone matchup sounded better to me. Yeah, Ole Miss would be a fun match. Yeah, I mean they. I, I, I given. Yeah, I agree. And Kentucky would have like Neil Brown's from Kentucky. That would I be think that's a good matchup. That's a good matchup too. So we'll see what happens. Well, guys, let's pivot a little bit here. And you like how I do that? Oh, time I see where you're going with this. Pivot, pivot. It's time to talk about some WVU basketball. Excited! If you didn't get a chance, uh, by the way, just to promote another podcast that we have nothing to do with, uh, check out Unreasonable Doubt. Josh did his first preseason. Um, episode this week really good and i'm it, you know it kind of between listening to josh's episode this week talking about basketball and coach huggins's epic yeah press conference that he did this week right i'm kind of pumped for basketball well in basketball. front of his epic outdoor kitchen oh my gosh wasn't it awesome oh my gosh it was, it was phenomenal it was and what was hilarious is like 
The dogs are barking in the background. <laughs> right. There's like airplanes and helicopters <laughs> flying over. Uh, I thought our buddy, I, he must live close to our buddy Knife because our buddy Knife um, he, he was is cutting down some trees on his property. And that's all you heard in the background <laughs> some was somebody like- chippers. Yeah, somebody sawing, you know, cutting trees down with a chainsaw. I was like, man, Huggins is, Huggins is living it up outside. So yeah, Bob Huggins did his Thursday press conference uh, out on the patio of his property. It was, uh, it was pretty entertaining to watch if you got a chance. But a couple things did come out of it. One is, is he did confirm that the South Dakota thing is happening. Yes. Um, that all of the teams that were in the uh, Battle for Atlantis are going except for one, which is Duke backed out. As right. I think he didn't say that, but it's already been kind of leaked to the media. And it's already also been leaked that the Duke has been replaced with the Dayton Flyers. The Flyers. Uh, yeah, so that leaves you with West Virginia, Ohio State, Crichton, Memphis, Utah, Wichita State, Texas A&M. Most of those teams are ranked uh, coming in, and then you've got the Dayton Flyer, Flyers as well. So that's turning out to be a pretty interesting preseason yeah. or whatever they're calling it, Thanksgiving tournament. They I'm still excited for They're going to call it the, uh, the, the Prairie Dog Classic. Prairie Dog Classic is what they're going to call it. They haven't uh, released a name or dates or times yet, but it sounds like it is going to sometime. It's going to happen sometime around the twenty fifth, twenty sixth of November. The black-footed ferret frenzy. They're just working out uh, TV date, TV dates, and I think they're just trying to balance with all the other tournaments that are moving around. And I guess Duke is starting their own tournament on as well. So People they should close. be announcing all of that soon. People close to it are calling it the B Triple F. The B triple F, B triple F, yeah, black footed ferret frenzy. Oh my gosh, oh. I feel like that, that's the people close to the. I'm excited to, the to see yeah. this uh, this arena that they're playing in that is called the Pentagon <laughs> of Doom. I just can't take that seriously in Sioux City, in Sioux City, South Dakota. I just can't take Pentagon. it seriously. The Pentagon. I just of feel Doom. bad for all of those guys. Like I'm sure, like. That whole team was like, "Oh man, I'm so excited yes. to go to the Bahamas. The Bahamas could be great. We're gonna." Well, wouldn't you? <laughs> and now you're. I mean, I would be. You're, you're like, man. I hope the Holiday Inn we stay at has a pool <laughs> in Sioux City, South Dakota. <laughs> that's like that's a stretch. They even have a Holiday Inn. <laughs> you think that the red roof? It's it? gonna be like the is the Sioux City Sioux City Motor Lodge <laughs> is what it's gonna. It's gonna be a Motor Lodge. Anything called Motor Lodge? <laughs> I don't know if it's so good. Do you think they're going to stay in one of those like motels where the doors are on the outside of the building? Oh. Doors are on the outside, yes. Yeah. Doors are on the outside. Right. They rent them by the hour. Oh, that's scary. It's sketchy. They always get the uh, they, they put a little fleas at those. Little, little, that's where the bed bugs are. Little padlock on the mini fridge. So uh, <laughs> one so. other thing though that he said, Guido, is that there would not be a backyard brawl. Yes. Yeah, so he did confirm that the pit game is. You know, postponed or is not happening this year. Which made me sad. Yeah, it made me sad. It sounds like, so this was supposed to be, I think, the last agreed upon year um, in that deal. And so it sounds like they're trying to work out getting it back in the schedule for next year. We did add Richmond, uh, the, spiders the Spiders, into our non-conference. Right. And Huggins is a little cranky because... Um, it sounds like conference or not not or it sounds like the non-conference play after the tournament is three games right in a row, three days, boom, 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 right in a row in oh, that schedule. Really, I didn't realize that. Okay, what could possibly be the any like what would the reason be for not playing Pitt 
because they're too close of an opponent? I mean, what? Well, no, I think it's just, me, it that, comes back to scheduling because that game was supposed to be, what, November 14th or yeah, something like that? Right. And um, I think it's just a matter of like, everybody's he, trying I to mean, get 32 games let's in. Let's be realistic. You just throw it. Throw it in December somewhere. Well, I hear you. Are why you know? But I, I you know, it's probably again, Scoot. It's probably both of those universities right, trying. I mean, are they worried about gas prices? It's like a forty-five minute drive. Come on, figure it out. Yeah, figure I out. tend to agree. Just figure it out. So you know what I thought? Uh, in the most interesting thing that Huggins said in the presser was somebody asked him, you know, uh, how how are the guys dealing with the fact that they didn't get to play in the big 12 tournament or the NCAA last year. And he kind of talked about, he talked a little bit about how, you know, they were, it was, it's definitely hard for them that they felt like they were starting to click. And then he went on and he kind of like pivoted a little bit and started talking about how he's about how there was no NCAA tournament. And that he goes, there will be an NCAA tournament this year. He goes, they have to have an NCAA tournament because if the NCAA doesn't have a tournament that's televised with 64 teams or whatever, that there won't be any NCAA anymore. Wow, they they can't survive without with another year of not playing the tournament. And I thought that was like, yeah, it's really telling when one of the probably five, ten biggest coaches, yeah, sure. in Division One basketball says something like yeah, that. Yeah, strong words. So it it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But he, uh, I guess, what's making me excited about this team is that it seems like everybody else, meaning Huggins. And other coaches um, is super excited about this team. That about how well everybody's playing. I thought it was interesting that Emmett Matthews has stepped out to become a real leader, is what Coach said. He said him and Derek are the two leaders of the team this year. And he goes, it's kind of weird to think about like you have a junior that's your leader, but he goes, you know, Emmett's really been helping JB learn how to play um, and get him caught up with everything. And so it just it's it, it sounds like this team's really gelled and these practices they've been having yeah i think it's exciting i mean the the you know the news and opinions we were seeing from people tweeting about miles mcbride maybe being the most improved you know and we already felt great about him at the end of last season i i couldn't be more excited that's why i just keep my fingers crossed that everything keeps moving forward and nothing goofy happens to mess up the start of a basketball season and i'm excited you got uh, listeners are gonna have to stay tuned because uh we've got uh what we think might be a pretty cool special guest coming up here in a couple weeks to talk a little bit about college basketball so i'm like a basketball correspondent yes i think we're gonna have a a really cool basketball correspondent this season might join us every few weeks to talk about mountaineers ncaa and but we're not gonna we're not gonna tell anybody yet we're not we're gonna tease that a little bit it's gonna be fun and exciting i'm just i'm excited excited yeah i am too well listen guys let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll play everybody's favorite game show on a West Virginia University sports podcast. It's a little game we like to call Bluff the Fluffs. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Got Your Ears On. Vortec Knives is a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in high-quality steel, fast-opening, everyday carrying knives. If you go to VortecKnives.com today and use the code G-Y-E-O, you get a 25% discount on your entire order. That's Vortec, V-O-R-T-E-K, Knives.com, a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in fast-opening, high-quality, everyday carry knives. Vortec Knives. 
right, guys, welcome back to Got Your Ears On, Guido, along with Scoot and Johnson. Don't forget, you can find us on the social medias. Look for us on Instagram and Twitter, at Got Your Ears. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Just search Got Your Ears On. Like, subscribe, do all those things that the kids do nowadays and uh and we'll 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 hit you back up i mean all the cool kids are doing it all everybody's doing it i've been trying to get scoot to start a got your ears on tiktok because apparently that's what he's into into those i am into those um (laughs) it's going to require you guys to video sell video yourselves dancing (laughs) is that that's what tiktok is right it's just people dancing yeah it's yeah i mean there are people that do other things but it's very specific dancing though within like an eight and a half by eleven box i feel like some choreographed I feel moves. like our TikTok should be nothing but Johnson posting videos of him and RJOG watching football together. I could do I agree. that. I could do that. That would be that that's very TikTok. I thought you were going to say scoot eating Cheez-Its. No. You need to get you need to get like a like almost like a a game watch cam. Yeah. Where we yes. catch RJOG throwing like a uh, a mountaineer towel or something at the TV yeah. screen, or like let's go live after that big play. Or he makes you run down the hallway and he th- he floats one over your head and <laughs> says something about a bad pass or you know something like that. I like it. We need to do it. But anyways, find us on the normal ones: Instagram, Twitter at Got Your Ears. So guys, it's time for everybody's favorite game show on a West Virginia University sports podcast. It's a little game we like to call Bluff the fluffs johnson you won last week you beat scoot you're up 11 games to seven guido guido did i just beat him no you destroyed him last week it was, <laughs> it was rough it was pretty bad scoot i mean I, it was the first i think it was the first ever official shutout of Bl- on bluff the fluff the topic was six questions where you gave us multiple choice and said i went to this football game against virginia tech which section did i sit in and then you rattled off four different sections and that's how we had to answer those questions it was and i 2019 big 12 tournament emmett matthews texas tech dunked on you during that sesh listen that's because you were fed the answers i feel like this week scoot it might swing the pendulum back a little in your favor oh boy here we go so this week's topic is television and movies that have somehow related to West Virginia. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel like you should Let's be more excited for here. that. I scoot. am. I'm ready. I, well, I'm I'm working my brain here. The wheels are turning. Look at him. The wheels are turning. He's trying to figure it out. I'm getting in my brain here. He's trying to he's trying to figure it out. He didn't groan like usually when I'd say the topic. He's like, oh no, I'm 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 so putting some things together here. So obviously, uh, just keep in mind a correct answer is worth five points. A steal is worth 10 points, and final bluff is worth 25 points. As always, before we started the show, we had a complete and total random flip of the coin, and Johnson, you get to go first this week. Yes. Good. I'm going to steal it. I'm excited. (laughs) See? It makes me nervous. It's like a new scoot. It's like a brand new scoot. It makes me nervous. It does set you up for a steal. Johnson, David Shelby, the actor, was born in Morgantown. He is best known for his role as Richard Channing on what famous 80s primetime soap opera? Oh, boy. Was it Falcon Crest, Dallas, Dynasty, or Knott's Landing? Oh, man. You gave like four classic potentials (laughs) there. 
Channing feels like a Falcon Crest name. That's correct. Yes. Falcon Crest. He played Richard Channing on Falcon Crest. That's second delay on the crowd. They weren't sure, but then. <laughs> it's a golf right. crowd. They were worried about making too much noise. Congrat- congratulations, Johnson. You go up 5 nothing early against Scoot. And Scoot, this next question is for you. The character Jennifer Marlowe in this hit 1980s sitcom is from the fictional town of Rock Throw, West Virginia. What is the sitcom? Is it Mr. Belvedere, 227, WKRP in Cincinnati, or Designing Women? I am going to go with WKRP in Cincinnati. Wow. That's correct. I'm That's impressed. Correct. Nice. She was from Rock Throw, West she Virginia. Was from, she was allegedly from a town called Rock Throw, West Virginia. Not not stereotypical. Not stereotypical at all. No. no. It's uh that's a that's a different one. For it's right. a real place. All right, Johnson, question back to you. The actress Joyce DeWitt is best mm. known for her role <laughs> as Janet on Three's Company. Right. What city in West Virginia, was she born in? Was it Charleston, Wheeling, Parkersburg, or Morgantown? Oh, man. I feel like I should know this. I'm going to sound like Chrissy with this bad answer. I'm going to say Charleston. I'm sorry that's incorrect. It's not Charleston. Scoot for 10 points in the steal. I am going to go with Wheeling, West Virginia. That's correct. She was born and raised in Wheeling, West Virginia. I did not know that. I knew West Virginia. I didn't know the town, though. Scoot takes a lead 15 to 5 in this next... Scoot, you're not going to give us like a... T- c- take a knock on our door. <laughs> take a step that is new. <laughs> I mean, it's you just mean, sitting right there. I can't believe you Hers not... and hers and his three's company, too. I'm, I'm actually surprised, Scoot, that you didn't take a knock on the fact that Johnson should have gotten that question because he kind of looks like John Ritter. He does look like John yeah, Ritter. I knew that He's was going to come back that. He has been told that. There's a lady in Canada who yes. believes that you look exactly like John Ritter. In Toronto. Right. I mean, maybe you're like the Canadian equivalent to John Ritter. That's a bit that inside it? baseball. You'd have to go back and listen to an earlier Tob Radio to, yeah, to get the backstory. I, I, mean, I urge you not to do that, but. <laughs> you should check it out. You should definitely check it out. All right. Scoot has the lead 15 to 5. And Scoot, this question is actually back to you. Before John Corbett became famous mm-hmm. for My Big Fat Greek Wedding in 2002, what hit 90s television show was he on? Was it Mad About You, Twin Peaks, Northern Exposure, or Picket Fences? That's this is an easy one. Walk in the park here. That's Northern Exposure with Rob Morrow. That's correct, Scoot. Five points. What? <laughs> All day long. All day long. Wasn't uh? Didn't he? Pl- he played like the radio DJ. Yes, uh, I yep. remember that too. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. All right, Johnson. This one is back to you. This is a movie question. Okay. The 1972 film "No Drums, No Bugles" about the civil war about a civil war battle was filmed on my family's farm in Doddridge County. What famous actor? Was this his first starring role? Was it 
Robert De Niro, Marlon Brando, Martin Sheen, or Robert Duvall? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Robert Duvall. Sorry, that's incorrect. Scooty for 10 points and the steal. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I am going to go. So you said uh, it was Redford, Brando. Nope. What was it? Not Redford. It was De Niro, De Niro Brando, Brando, or Martin Sheen. I am going to go Martin Sheen. That's correct. Martin Sheen was in the movie. So that's pretty awesome. What's the backstory uh, to that? They came to film. So apparently it's a Civil War story about uh, somebody from West Virginia, and they came to film it and uh, in West Virginia, and they went to my, my great-grandfather's farm okay. in Doddridge County. And uh, and filmed a part of the movie. They filmed it on a, a couple of different locations yeah. in Doddridge County, but a couple of scenes that's were filmed awesome. by my, my grandfather's. Oh, that's cool. I wonder yeah. if he went by Estevez back then. He might maybe no. I think if you look, it says Martin Sheen like Does on it? the DVD box or whatever. So, Scoot, you've got a commanding thirty to five lead right now over Johnson. And this question before final bluff. This last question is to you. The 2004 box office bomb, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, was filmed and took place in West Virginia. It starred Kate, Blanch- or Kate Bosworth, Topher Grace, Josh Demel. What real West Virginia town was the film set in? All right. Was it Frazier's Bottom, West Virginia? Odd, West Virginia? Jumping Branch, West Virginia? Or big, ugly West Virginia. Hmm. I'm going to go with Frazier's Bottom. That's correct. <laughs> wow. I feel like that was a complete and total guess. Yeah, I do too. All right. So, uh, Scoot, you have a lead that is similar to Johnson's lead last week, which is 35 to 5 right now. This is far more embarrassing, though, of a... Of a potential loss for Johnson um, seeing as he was raised here in West Virginia I was not um, I would like to say he was born and raised but I can't say that either uh, apparently no one has watched as much 80s television as you have hands down I'm the king the king is my take is my takeaway I'm the king that's my that's my takeaway so, Johnson, your only hope in Final Bluff is to just make it look respectable at this point. But we're still going to play it anyways, just so we can get a final score. Uh, so, here we go. Oh, as always, you guys need to give us buzzer sounds. So, Scoot, what's your buzzer this week? It's good to be king. All right. And, Johnson, your buzzer? Sheen. 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 All right. Final question here. Final Bluff. What character... From G.I. Joe, a real American hero cartoon from the 80s, is from Spencer, West Virginia. Mm. Was it Ace, Mercer, Duke, or Scarlet? Sheen. Oh, Johnson in to try to make it respectable. Johnson. I'm going to go with Scarlet. So uh, that's incorrect. <laughs> My wife uh, helped me put these some of these questions together, and she said that when she was a a little girl, she always had to play Scarlet with all. She was Scarlet and GI Joe with all the boys in the neighborhood. Yeah, and I'm so I'm so bummed because I loved GI Joe. I mean, yeah. I oh, I'm so down about this now. I really wanted to get Scoot, this right. Let's see if you can make an immense win for you. 
what's your uh, guess for the Steelers? Well, I don't feel aces it. I, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Duke. Ooh, I should have gone Mercer. I'm sorry. Mercer. The correct answer is Mercer. Was Mercer going was Mercer allegedly was from Spencer, guess. West Virginia. I honestly don't remember Mercer. Spencer is um, uh, that is Calhoun County, I believe. That's Ro- I think it's Roan County, isn't it? It might be Roan. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is Roan. Yeah, I think it's Roan. County. They have the Black Walnut Festival there. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. But anyways, Scoot, congratulations! You won thirty-five to five over Johnson. How do you feel? I feel vindicated. I finally, we have uh, what this game show was uh, created for: topics that people want to know, uh, <laughs> things that um, highlight my skill set. I have a special set of skills. It's uh, it's about time that we made this game fair, fair for all, and I, I applaud you, Mr. Guido, for doing that for once. Yeah, I feel like Guido swung it back your way because I hung a 60 bomb on you last week. <laughs> It was like it was like uh, you you were like last week you played Alabama Scoot, so this week you got to play uh, against you know. Next week we're going to use building materials for the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Guido, hats off to you. Those were awesome questions. That was fun. Those are like I feel like I learned some things right there. Uh, yeah. So uh, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Other than you know, I, it, the hardest thing was is that. If you start looking at movies that are based uh, about something that happens in West Virginia, there's like 17 like horror films. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that, yeah. So it was a little difficult to get wading through that. But anyways, congratulations, Scoot. Johnson, you now have an 11 to 8 lead. Okay. Scoot, you have till the end of the year. To this, to the end of December, you got to try to make a comeback here. So you got to really dig deep. You got to start, you know, doing some studying, learning some things. I'm good. Here's the thing. Well, I, I want to touch on this real quick before we leave the topic, though. Another interesting thing, besides getting through those horror films, is you had uh, several questions, and Jennifer Garner nor Don Knotts were in those questions or answers. Yeah, I was waiting on that. I yeah. stayed away from. I scattered, You got to stay away from the big names. Come on. And I was a little disappointed that you did not uh, did not have a question about Rob Garrison, who recently passed away and was Tommy from the Cobra Kai. Uh, well, he was Cobra Kai and uh, Karate Kid. He was in the Karate Kid movie series and had a brief uh, moment in the Cobra Kai series. A little disappointed well, from I, Wheeling. I know that any any Karate Kid questions were definitely too too much of a softball for you. So I had to give you some bit of a challenge on this. All right, well, listen, let's take a break. We'll come back with, uh, it's not a new segment. It's not really an old segment. It's just a segment where Scoot talks about some random stuff that's going on. It's a segment we like to call Can't Believe My Ears. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Got Your Ears On. Tactical Legion Knives, a West Virginia-owned and operated company that specializes in heavy-duty tactical knives and gear for the professional warrior, the weekend warrior, and the outdoor warrior. Our products are built tough. For who? For Warriors. Hey, Mountaineer fans, make sure you go on Amazon and search Tactical Legion Knives. And when you do, make sure you put in the promo code 25TOBRADIO for Tob Radio. You'll get 25% off on Tactical Legion Knives. All right, welcome back to Got Your Ears On. 
don't forget, you can check out our website, GotYourEarsOn.com. You can buy merch and other things there. It's a pretty cool place to go, right, Johnson? Yeah, so the link's right on the GotYourEarsOn.com. Um, you can click on the link to the merch store and then you can just start taking off your Christmas list. I mean, let's real talk here. Just start buying all these WVU fans around you. Some got your ears on merch. They're going to love it. Um, and on the site, so on got you can also see all the notes for the stuff we talked about, probably even some stuff we didn't get to. And you can listen to the show right in the sidebar. The link is right there. So check it out. And if you go and go before November 25th, Johnson will Christmas wrap it. He will he will box it up and yep. wrap it in Christmas paper. You know, if I did that, it would look like a spitwad. <laughs> You're not. It's like nothing but tape, like all over yeah. the place. Lots yeah. of scotch tape. He'll put a bow on it and he will autograph the wrap. <laughs> <laughs> gift wrap well, listen, autograph the gift wrap check out our website guyyourearson.com look at the merch section we'd really appreciate it scoot it's time for your favorite segment a segment we like to call i can't believe my ears what you got scoot okay so you fellas uh of course have money in a bank correct yes okay when have you yes. ever been to a as opposed to burying it in the backyard or stuffing it in a mattress or okay. and the freezer in the sock drawer so when you go to the drive-through, do you ever go to the? So you've got the the window, right? And then you've got that other thing, where it's like some sort of ridiculous vacuum tube. Yeah, like the pneumatic the pneumatic tube. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, do you ever put your stuff in there? Do you ever go to that one, or do you go to the person? Well, look, I'm not trying to get you on a side, but I have not done this activity you're talking about in a good what guido five years maybe like maybe so you've not gone to a bank in five years do people still go to banks do they still do so listen you guys are ridiculous secondly (laughs) in west virginia people go to banks well here here, wait let's stop for a second here we got to go back because this this has a little bit to do with the fact that scoot and technology don't jive i think we're so i can guarantee you johnson have you ever snap deposited a check before yeah, I mean, my mobile app does all that. I don't. I haven't been to a bank in. Yeah, right. You take a picture. You take a picture of the check and it deposits it. Yes. Right. Jo- Scoot, have you ever done that? No. Scoot's like, there's an <laughs> app for my bank. No, we don't do that. Listen, in West Virginia, which you've never done a mobile deposit. No. Wait, wait, here, here. Let me ask this question. So, uh, I I get direct deposit. So when I get my paycheck at the end of the week, it gets deposited directly yes. into my bank. I do get that. I do get that. I get, you do get that? Yeah, okay. I get to it. I thought you were still getting your check and going to the bank. Scoot, I'm not shaming you if you go. I'm just saying, personally, I have not Listen. taken out the little pneumatic submarine, twisted the latch. I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter. I would venture to guess, got your ears on fans, are bank goers. Okay, so back to your story here sorry to derail you back to your story so the pneumatic okay the pneumatic f- tubes that you you put so f- your which can i just can i just interrupt excuse, i'm gonna interrupt i don't I, you know when you say can i do that and you're already doing it it's not really like like you're already doing it but the be- when i think of those pneumatic tubes i think of that scene in tommy boy when rob lowe sits on the counter and his back gets too close and it just single-handedly rips his shirt off and goes up the tube that's one of the funniest things ever that's what that that makes me think of so eight years ago when uh, johnson last stepped foot on the grounds of a bank did you go to that thing or did you go to the person yeah no i went to that thing you're talking about okay well soon enough and i'm not sure i know we talked about it on previous podcasts i don't know if it was a got your ears on or if it was a uh, tob radio 
but uh, the Hyperloop, are you familiar with the Virgin yes. Hyperloop? I am. Sounds and, crazy and, that we're calling it the Virgin Hyperloop. Well, the sponsored Virgin by Hyperloop. Virgin, right? Virgin yes, Company. But with Sir Richard Branson. With, right, with uh, a lot of speculation that it would be in West Virginia, right? Well, so. it is confirmed that a uh, certification center, which is kind of like the uh, headquarters, so to speak, for this okay. Hyperloop, yeah. is going to reside in West Virginia. It's going to sit along um, Grant and Tucker County, the, the the border there. I think it's like 800 acres of land that it's going to sit on. So and they're going to like build a, and um, test these, yeah, okay. these pods that are going to usher people around the country in under an hour, for the most part. 600 miles okay. an hour. I mean, it's great. It's great for West Virginia. Uh, are you like? Are you going to get to Hyperloop from like Tucker County to Morgantown in like three seconds? Is that how that's going to work? Uh, no, I think what it's going to happen is I think I think you could probably they will link it obviously to some city that certification center. However, for the most part, these Hyperloop destinations are going to be bigger cities, I would think, and you would go from like they they said um, what New York to. Uh, Washington, D.C. in half an hour, um, Pittsburgh to Chicago in like 40 minutes or half an hour. So, I mean, it's 600 miles an hour in uh, a bank test tube thing. <laughs> but I like this. It's like the – so that area of the state will kind of be like the Bonneville salt flats of the pneumatic tube transportation industry is what you're saying. It's like the testing yes. ground of – testing grounds, uh, quality control, that kind of stuff. Do we know any kind of like date or proposed timing of this? They're going to begin building in 2021. Okay. And I think they hope to have everything – kind of sorted out by 2030 well and you know this is not new technology is the funny thing i think people had proposed that for subways originally in cities right and then they were afraid people's like faces would get ripped off or something and they went away from it <laughs> so do you think that um they will take west virginians to volunteer to see if their faces get ripped off yeah i can see people doing that it, it, to me it reminds me of maybe not just west virginians but like people that want to travel privately into space you know like they'll be willing to to pay and and to 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 try, try this things. out yeah okay you, so that's do you think do you think that they have like tested this by putting like lab rats like in the bank ones and just shooting them to see if they survive <laughs> i mean i think you got to start small right you got to start small right start with like lab rats then small dogs so let me tell so really quick one of the first one of the first times I ever did that scoot where I pulled up to a bank and did that, I didn't think through, I was, so I'm like maybe 17, 18, have one of my first jobs and I need to deposit some money. And I also included change in the tube thing, you oh, know, yeah. the little transport tube thing. And they were not happy with me in the teller area after i had done that because it's like and an I've explosion never done that right again yeah well and it probably sounds like a million like snare drums being hit. i dare you to send a mountain dew next time <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> no i from then on it was just paper money do you think somebody went up to sir richard branson and said sir richard branson we've tried it with the lab mice and it's worked marvelously <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like we went down to f we went down to 
First United Bank, and it worked perfect. So do you think, like, United Bank, because they're united with the Mountaineers, that they will sponsor this this virgin tube? Oh, I love this. Like a PRT upgrade? How, now, how bad would that? That'd be awesome. You can get from Evansdale to downtown in yes. still about eight minutes because it's going to be so slow. <laughs> WVU and Marshall are said to be uh, also involved in the the Hyperloop. Yeah, that's cool. They're going to use some research from them. And But in Morgantown, we would see, we'd have to do like the, you know how they do the PRT cram? We'd have to do like the pneumatic tube tester cram something like that's that would be a thing now scoot when you were a kid and you went to the bank with your parents and they they did the bank the deposit yeah didn't didn't they always send back like a lollipop yes, in that was the, my sole uh, yeah. motivation like do you think like dumb every time you ride specifically dumb dums yeah. anytime or, you ride one of these you think you're gonna get a free dumb dum <laughs> you Is might that part of what sometimes Sir Richard Branson's like here's a free scoot lollipop will be like oh man root beer I don't want they give you they give you the lollipop though a lot of times it was the one with the weird bended stick that kind of came back around to the candy did you ever get oh, those yeah, yeah yeah instead yeah, of just a straight those. stick it was kind of like a loop back up into the candy no my like, my bank did my bank our bank did the uh, the dum dums we yeah. did really cheap ones yeah. we had like yeah. just the cheap you had like the straight cheap ones purple or orange <laughs> that was what your options so, were so so things we want from this scoot if you can just uh, if you can just connect with the people that are putting the hyperloop together sir richard Branson. things i guess that are impor- uh, important are is uh, that we get a lollipop at the end of every ride yes yes right and that they can somehow make it from like the 15 minutes now that it takes to get from Evansdale to downtown to like eight minutes, we'd be happy. Yes. So speed up the the PRT process, if you will. Yeah. Right. And maybe that's the, maybe that's the research that WVU is going to go back with. Maybe. Maybe that's what. Those another are. thing, another strange uh, West Virginia topic I want to mention. Okay. Okay. I've got another okay. thing. So like uh, a throw, like an add-in, like a bonus, a plus one. This is kind of like an add-in. I don't know if it's a can't believe my ears or not, but I know a couple guys. Um, and I don't think you guys are the guys, but I know a couple of guys who like to hunt in West Virginia mm-hmm. and, right. um, squirrel hunting is a, is a popular pastime. It is. Okay. Um, and I know some guys that this past weekend went out and were in a squirrel hunting competition. Okay. That sounded way more organized than anything I've ever heard of. And it's uh, a couple of guys local. Oh, man. This seems really bad for squirrels. Well, it's called, they call it Stack a Squack, is what they were calling it. <laughs> Stack a Squack. Okay. And what happens Stack. is you and Stack you, I think you draw for teammates. So there's two people per team. Now, wait. Squack being the squirrel. Squack being like a term for a squirrel, or I a squack so, being yes. like what the sound a squirrel makes? Ooh. That's a good question. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a, I don't have an answer to that. Ah, uh, we got to research. People tweet at us. Squack. What is this? So what happens is there's 16 guys, and they draw a name, and that's who their partner is. Okay. Then they draw. Uh, there's a guy that has this the land. They draw for one of eight different areas on the land. Okay. Okay. All right. And then so there's a bit of a, luck here. Like you want a good partner, you want a good plot. Right. And then you can't shoot. You have to alternate shots. So you shoot once, then your partner can your shoot. Your partner has to shoot after. You can't shoot a second time yourself. Okay. Wow. And they keep track How do they of your know? accuracy. 
Wow. Okay. Like, so they keep track. Like, if you're uh, two for eight shots or something like that. Right. I mean, they, they okay. kind of keep track. And then it's whoever has, I guess, the most squacks <laughs> at right. the end of the designated time. Obviously. That team is the winning team. They get T-shirts. Uh, one of the gentlemen, the good gentleman that owns the land, his dad is the commissioner, and he walks around <laughs> in a polo shirt. King Squack? Yeah, I guess. I don't know, like the commish? The Squack commish? I feel like next year we should join this. We should the try to do this. The Squack sounds like a football conference. <laughs> the Squack? The Squack. Yes, they're in the Squack. He's the commissioner uh, of the Squack. He's the commissioner of the Squack. <laughs> but I, big, big Squack. This uh, topic, I was talking to a co-worker. This topic was really fascinating to me because it is a foreign concept altogether, shooting right. squacks. Yes. Shooting some squacks. I would, I'm would. i right there with you, yes. I asked what was happen, what happens to the squacks afterwards, and there's a guy that is involved that takes all the squacks and he does something with them. Yeah, I, well, I'm sure they're not wasted. <laughs> what does he do with them? <laughs> I don't say, you can't say he does something with them and not have any idea. I, I does mean, he eat them? Is there like some, is there some squack cemetery that he buries them in? There's a mass grave for squacks. <laughs> I don't know. Squack jerky. What are you talking about? Uh, I asked, I, I guess there's- There's a, one guy who gets all of the dead squirrels. Like, what does he do with them? Like, what do you do? Like, does he come home and he's like, look, honey, uh, here's a Tupperware container of 700 dead squirrels. Makes sweaters. I don't know what he does. So I think that he makes sounds sweaters. like the worst thing to hand someone in the history of things you would ever hand someone. <laughs> Close your eyes. I got something for you. <laughs> I got a surprise for you. Seven he squacks. Pelts? He, he sell you some squirrel pelts? Now, like. what's interesting is apparently another strange pastime that, again, this stuff does not exist where I'm from. Connecticut, we're, we're leaving all the squacks alone. We're Nobody's shooting squacks. <laughs> but I guess, like, if you're a, a teenage guy, maybe you guys can speak to this. If you killed a squack, you would take the tail and either make a keychain of the tail or and or hang it from the antenna of your car like a flag that's 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 a keen idea i like it did you guys we even, need to get some did you guys ever do that i never no, i do can honestly say i've never done that so you've never uh, made a keychain nor have you hung the squack flag no no, <laughs> no i've i've never flown the squack flag <laughs> i've never done that do you like if you kill multiple ones do you hang multiple squack flags from your antenna? I think you do. I think it's like a sign of like uh It's like a right well, of passage. That a, he he that guy can he can knock some squacks down. Oh man, he's got five he's got five tails. Look at that guy. He's got five tails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we should probably wrap up this week's show, guys. <laughs> who's who's pulling into the driveway? Oh, it's six tail. How do you know? Look at him. He's got six tails on that squack crazy. On that rig. Listen, uh don't forget West Virginia plays Kansas this weekend. Uh 23-point favorite West Virginia plays Kansas this weekend in Morgantown. 15,000 fans going to be in the stands for 28 the game. 28-4, yes. baby. 28-4. Write it down. Take it to your bookie. The Kansas game this weekend is on Fox. That's right. Network television Fox at noon on Saturday, live from Milan Pushkar Stadium. West Virginia University is 2-1 and one overall, 1-1 one and one in the conference with that overtime win a week and a half ago against Baylor in Morgantown. And going into this game against Kansas, we're 23-point favorites. Yeah, well, this is, uh, this is another confidence builder, right? I mean, this is ripe for the taking. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. All right, everybody, thanks for listening this week. Don't forget, find us on the social medias, on Instagram, on Twitter, 
at Got Your Ears. You can also find us on Facebook. Check out our website, gotyourearson.com. Everybody, thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another show. You've been listening to Got Your Ears On. <laughs>